prison and half can Oh God! Daddy, stay on your bike! Dirty! burning and you don't want to turn around anymore and you know if somebody now attacks you're gonna be like blown out of the water but you just go no I just keep going just keep going tied on the inside it's this solo on the barriers Penis again just showing himself he's found space may not seem to exist but Luce is there oh my goodness he's gone and done it again oh what about that now then everybody I am Tom Ramsey and welcome to the Edge Coaching Podcast the Edge is a performance cycling company based in East Yorkshire and it is my greatest pleasure to have you listening to me today whether you're currently out riding your bike in the lanes or simply on your commute to work in the car. This podcast will provide a clear insight into the world of athletic performance and help provide a clear relatable understanding into subject areas revolving training, nutrition, stress, psychology and much much more. Every single podcast that I do will also feature a Q&A section too and you can submit these questions by sending me a message on any of my social media channels. Without further ado, let's begin. Good evening and welcome to the Edge Coaching Podcast episode number 16. Um, Today is... Thursday the 24th of June and this podcast is filmed at a very different time to normal. It's currently um, 11 o'clock at night and I've just done a local crit series Um, and to be honest um, a lot of people will be able to relate with me right now. I never sleep well after an evening race so I thought what better time to do a podcast um my mind is very active partly because i'm buzzing on caffeine partly because i'm buzzing on adrenaline um and yeah i thought i can either try and wind myself down and watch a bit of telly and um get comatosed on the sofa or i can do something productive and um yeah do a get a bit of a podcast so i chose the best option and I'm going to use this time wisely. So, yeah, just to set the scene, um, I got back from the race. Um, I showered, I fed and um, settled my daughter. My daughter's been, she's five months old and she's been suffering with a little bit of um, like tummy problems at the minute. Essentially, she hadn't been able to ship for a couple of days, so um, I just settled her down. She had a last feed, went to bed, um, and then, yeah, I, I wrote some notes for this podcast and sat down. Um, I must admit, like, this is probably going to delay my sleep even more so, but I absolutely hate just sitting there being um, very unproductive with uh you know essentially not doing anything with my evening so i'd rather um i'd rather just talk over a podcast for a little while now um yeah going back to the race um it was a local crit um for a lot of you listening to the podcast you will know um you will know what Ennerdale crit is um for for some of you listening to the podcast you won't know um yeah anything about what i'm talking about but it's essentially my local crit series um and uh and yeah it's 
45 minute lung busting effort um to be honest it was really 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 good to be back on the scene um <clears throat> i've done i've done a few races already this year um a few cross races and a few mountain bike races and so on um but yeah this is the local series to me it's literally 15 minute drive 20 minute ride away at the other side of hull um and uh it, what's nice about it for me is i know probably about 80 or 90 percent of the people who are doing the race so it's just good to be back on track side talking to all my mates and my clients and uh and yeah like obviously you know where some people are fitness wise but equally um you don't know where other people are at and uh it's just nice to have that friendly competition again where you know it's not a massively important race but um but yeah you still want a good result regardless and i think i've it's quite hard to try and understand it even myself but i feel like i've hit a bit of a um an equilibrium with my performances at the minute um essentially i've taken the stress off racing a little bit recently um i feel as though um I can race um I can race without pressure and in previous years I used to put so much pressure on myself thinking right and I want to perform I want to win I want to podium whatever it might be whereas I went into today's race kind of knowing that I wasn't on best form and obviously I wanted to race as well as I could and do as well as I could but I wasn't fussed about the result um long story short I missed the crucial move um there was a big split in the in the pack and we formed a group of maybe six or seven riders um obviously we tried to chase the 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 leading group back um but we couldn't catch them which was annoying because we were going very very similar speed to them but they were maybe 200 meters up the road um and then yeah obviously we just it just ended there with a bit of um a bit of a, a kind of uh, hustle and a bit of a um an attack on the but to be honest it's just a good training session that's all it was all it ended up being um but yeah i never sleep very well after evening races so um hence doing this podcast just take a sip of my drink so <clears throat> i'm hoping you can hear me well um my wife and my child have um gone to bed um obviously given the time um and i'm trying to speak a little bit quieter because i'm just in the lounge downstairs um while they're while they're asleep but um today's podcast is about veganism or about a plant-based plant-based diet and the effects this has on performance both positive and negative the first effects this has on general health and well-being and basically my opinion on the diet my opinion on that approach to um, food and approach to life now um, it's a topic I've wanted to talk about for a little while um, and this is by no means an attack on veganism this is merely me talking about the topic um 
and I want to kind of shed a little bit of light onto these things and just go over everything basically. Now, um, firstly, I will state that I am not a vegan. I have never been a vegan and for the moment, I don't intend to be a vegan. Um, I also realize that I am a single podcast host, so I don't have someone next to me um, here me in now who who is a vegan who will be giving their point of view and um, negating some of the effects of kind of um, confirmation bias. Now, uh, for those who don't know, confirmation bias is the tendency to search for, interpret, favor and recall information in a way that confirms or supports one's prior beliefs or values. And yes, that was taken off Google. But um, essentially, like, for example, um, if I have decided that I aren't a vegan um, and have strict beliefs against veganism, which on a side note, I don't have those beliefs, um, then I would have a tendency to specifically search for any information which supports my beliefs, such as vegans are ruining their health or whatever, and push away any research that supports veganism. Um, so such as it can be a benefit to performance or whatever. Now, um, that being said, I am going to do my utmost to give, uh, sorry, to not give confirmation bias. Um, and um, yeah, I'm going to do my best to kind of overwrite this bias, I guess. Um, <clears throat> now, this podcast was stemmed from the realization that a few months ago, I didn't really know enough about veganism um, to give an honest review. Um, if a client said they were going vegan or they were a vegan, um, I quite honestly was a bit worried um, and wanted to educate myself more so that I could help them. And uh, and yeah, didn't necessarily just shy away from them and certainly never wanted to, you know, if a client did approach me saying they were vegan, I never wanted to um, suggest that they should just not be a vegan um, because their beliefs were obviously strong enough to make them stick with that. So, um, so first of all um to start this i guess um let's speak of some benefits of going vegan so there's benefits to veganism um and there's benefits to not being a vegan um, but first of all we're going to st stick with the benefits of going vegan now um by the way just a little side note um i am going to use the phrase veganism or vegan and i'm also going to use the the phrase plant-based um for the um, purpose of this podcast, I mean the same thing there. Um, I mean, 100% uh, of your uh, diet is is coming from plant-based, um, plant-based nutrition, um, and absolutely no uh, no part of your diet is from um, meat uh, or animal products. Um, so, um, I see most of the benefits of going vegan. Um, they really stem from people simply being more critical of what they are eating. Um, so in simple terms, if someone eats shit, then they become 
fully plant-based eating lots of veg then of course they will um going to benefit their health you know um there's a lot of benefits of going vegan uh, especially considering that most people under eat um and a big big thing that people tend to get when they go vegan is oh i feel so great i feel a lot um i feel so much better now that i've become vegan um and a lot of that is um actually because they were potentially lacking something in their diet before um and now that they've gone to this plant-based diet inevitably if your vegetables are going up your micronutrition goes up and everything in terms of vitamins minerals um, phytonutrients uh, will go up so you might find an initial positive reaction because you've introduced these positive foods um, another reason why you might get an initial positive reaction is actually the opposite so you might have removed foods that have um, that are causing you problems so um, realistically realistically speaking you know you are you take out a lot of processed foods uh, refined foods and unhealthy junk foods so you you know um a lot of people who um have this this um this epiphany of oh my god you know i feel so much better when i'm vegan well vegan must be this uh, vegan must be that but in actual fact it's not necessarily the fact that you're you aren't eating meat which is the benefit it's the fact that you're taking out this shit and 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 eating more consciously i guess have another drink sorry i i'm i'm very mindful i'm will be drinking quite a lot during this talk but it's because i'm trying to eke back a bit of my fluids okay i could pause it every time i drink but i don't want to um a side note though is a lot of people um get the opposite from going vegan so a lot of people feel rubbish and that's because they're taking away things that they actually need but we'll come on to that um but being vegan it does require a lot of effort in my opinion and it requires a lot of knowledge um yeah, we'll come on to that in, in, in later in the podcast. So more benefits from being plant-based or vegan. Um, these individuals are generally, generally, they have lower blood sugar um, and improved kidney function. Um, being vegan generally means you have lower glycemic variability. Um, glycemic variability is, is greatly linked to uh, reduction in all-cause mortality so obviously that's a, a, a big ben benefit there um, you can also reduce your cancer risk um, your risk just cancer being vegan um, we know that things like legumes um, legumes if you have a good intake of legumes um, per day this can reduce your risk of colon cancer um, by I think it's something like 9 to 18 percent when I was researching so it's pretty hefty benefit there um again though on a side note it doesn't mean that you need to give up meat and start eating legumes it just means that maybe you should add more legumes into your diet and that may be good um 
veganism will also generally reduce inflammation. I repeat, in general, um, it's going to re reduce your inflammation. However, there are plants, there are um, vegan products that will cause inflammation. So for example, for me, um, certain beans and pulses cause irritation in my bowel. And um, so essentially without um, too much uh, in-depth uh, explanation, if I eat certain beans, I just get real gassy, uh, real um, bloated and feel crap. Um, so yeah, so for me, if I, I know that if I swapped out all my meats for beans and pulses, I would have big problems. Um, another example is something like green beans. Um, a lot of people have inflammatory responses to green beans. Um, interestingly, I know a lot of Western people will be intolerant to green beans versus Asian people. So what you'll find is that these in, um, inflammatory responses differ for different cultures. Um, Vegans will argue that one major benefit is that you will reduce your carbon footprint. Um, however, to be honest, I must argue that against that in part. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't want to get loads of hate, hate mail from this, but um, when you consider the actual impact of the farming meat, would have against farming vegetables and the cornfields and all the pesticides and stuff that go into it. Um, considering that it is the same agriculture used um, and it's very, very similar processes in terms of output and carbon footprint, um, there's probably not much in it at all. There's probably a percent or two. Um, again, this isn't heavily researched for me. So this is um, coming from the, the, the facts of Tom. But, uh, but yeah, I don't think there'll be much in it at all when you, when you compare the research. Um, and interestingly, something that I found when I was researching this podcast um, is that in America, if you take the entire lettuce industry and compare it to the entire pork industry, the lettuce industry is um, has much more damage to carbon footprint than the pork industry, which is absolutely crazy. Um, now, I'm not saying that if you eat meat, you're going to kill a planet. And I'm not saying that if you're vegan, you're going to kill a planet. What I'm saying here is no matter what you eat, and um, you're probably going to be making a big mark on the planet. So just be conscious of what you're eating um, and where it's coming from and the sustainability of the source. Um, and wherever you can make these little changes um, to kind of move your carbon footprint in the right direction, you should. Um, gonna have another sip of the drink. We have moved off the bottle to the glass of water. Okay, I do think in general, vegan people are healthier. Now, that that's a very bold statement for you. Um, in general, vegan people are healthier. But this isn't because the vegan diet is healthier. I just think that people who are looking towards veganism 
who are looking towards vegetables, um, they're, they're typically more health conscious and they're more conscious of how they look, how they feel, the impact on the, plon- the planet. And um, there's kind of a lot of empathy there. Um, it's kind of because of the mentality, the culture, the community, the veganism brings a lot of it's health conscious. Um, and I think it's an amazing thing um, as part of the veganism is, is being health conscious. Um, in general, vegan people tend to be a little leaner, have lower body fat, lower BMI. Um, and again, this just follows on from being more health conscious, really. Um, so there is a lot of good uh, benefits for, to being vegan. Now, <clears throat> me personally, I think about probably 60 to 70% of my diet is plant-based. Um, namely because I love fresh um, fresh fruits and vegetables because um, they taste so bloody good. You know, if I have a meal... Um, on an evening, you know, I will have a huge, huge bowl of leafy greens and different veg. Um, but there will also be um, <clears throat> there will also be meat on that plate, and there will also be fish on that plate sometimes. Um, and the reason for that is that meat and fish is probably the most bioavailable micronutrient rich foods that we can eat. Um, meat is probably one of the only unprocessed foods that we eat to be honest like if we look at every single thing that we put on a on a plate um it really you know meat is really the only unprocessed thing these days even though it still goes through a process like if you if you eat a chicken breast um or a good steak uh something like that um yeah okay if you've got beef mince then obviously that's been processed but if you've got like a steak or a chicken breast it's probably the least processed out of all the things on the plate um but in general if you're eating meat um you're going to find out your creatine levels are higher your iron levels are high so obviously we're looking at benefits now so if you're eating meat, your creatine levels are higher, iron levels are higher, um, your D th- vitamin D3 levels, uh, your omegas, they're all higher. Um, your B12 levels are typically higher, um, which are all absolutely paramount for cognitive function, um, you know, all human function, um, bioavailability. You know, it, it's all really important stuff for um daily living um just to just to move and live and breathe as people we need all these things um we need these nutrients as they are inevitably lacking in a vegan diet um so if you are a vegan um and you're tired lethargic maybe you're low in iron uh, maybe you're getting a little bit less power up in in the gym um, you know, you, you're probably um, you're probably massively lacking on on some of these um, key key um, players in the diet, which which inevitably come from uh, or very high in in certain meat sources. Um, 
maybe you realize that your skin or your hair or your nails isn't as good as it used to be um that's probably your vitamin d levels which are going down um and, and you can imagine how hard it is to get a full clump complex of amigas um you know three six and nine all the vitamin d's all the d3s um that are not directly available from a lot of plants and you've got to really find a specialist vegan food that's fortified with these um or you've got to kind of outsource it with or supplement it um which to be fair isn't particularly hard nowadays i think if you go back you know 10 years or so it would have been very difficult but there is a lot of companies now um for example certain protein supplements um protein shakes for vegans which have these things in as well um sip of the drink okay um but yeah if you're vegan or plant-based my advice is to get a blood test um and, and and get a check you can literally um you can literally check your whole vitamins minerals and health and well-being levels and you can see where you are then adjust your dose or supplementation accordingly and i would recommend um getting checked if you're vegan just so that you can kind of make sure you're on top of everything one of the big negatives of being vegan um is it requires a lot of planning compared to being an omnivore um, if you're an omnivore you can pretty much pick up anything um, and not have to worry about where it's coming from you can go to any restaurant and guarantee there will be something on the menu which you'll enjoy and will satisfy you um, and <clears throat> more often than not if you've got a meat sauce in there you're probably not going to be lacking in anything um however if you're kind of out and about and you're vegan and you know you're maybe walking downtown and the only place that's open is a place where you can get some chips or uh you know if you thinking about if you're a vegan the only place that's open is you can you know your only option is something like some chips or some a salad where you can't get an, your normal fortified foods or your hemp seeds or your flax seeds or whatever it is that you're getting your micronutrition from and your fats from, then inevitably um, you're lacking and you're probably inevitably cutting yourself short in terms of micronutrition. So it's really, really difficult, I think, to plan a vegan diet, um, but it's not impossible. And i just think people need to think about it when they are um when they when they go to be vegan because they could be feeling way better they could be doing things way 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 better um you know that you've got to understand what kind of things come with meat eating diet and replace or fortify them with your vegan diet because to be honest not much is going to beat meat in terms of bioavailability um, and nutrition wise um and you know i've had clients before that have um that have told me that they've become vegan um i've actually had one client who was doing really well and was performing well on the bike and then suddenly performance started to decline 
his feedback was i'm knackered all the time i feel crap i've got no energy i'm not recovering and i was like trying to understand what's going on i was like delving deeper and deeper and and trying to trying to come to terms with what might be going on there and what might be negatively impacting his performance what he didn't tell me is that about four weeks ago we started to become fully (laughs) plant-based and uh yeah basically we just found out that he was clearly massively deficient in certain aspects of his nutrition and uh and yeah he uh we've he he ended up going back um to a normal diet a a normal omnivore diet uh kind of a mediterranean diet i guess um and then uh yeah his performance started to go through the roof again so (laughs) obviously a vegan diet tends to be to lack a little bit in in protein um now like i say i've got a few vegan clients um so something you really need to consider when you're consuming your protein would be to find a complete uh find complete proteins um complete amino acids uh, that are full of amino acid complex um, because a full amino acid complex equals a full protein i can really tell that i've raced tonight because as i'm talking my throat is getting really croaky right reset okay so yeah full protein so for example if you have like your rice if you eat uh let's say for example rice has a certain amount of protein in it um but it's not a complete protein if you mix rice with beans they complement each other and the branch chain of amino acids which are missing in rice are available in beans so you combine the both you get a full amino acid complex however obviously with eating meat every single animal product has a complete amino acid profile be that fish be that uh, steak be that um whatever so um uh sorry when i say every single animal product um i mean uh which one which is uh, yeah meats and fishes and things like that so um in general if you were to say is veganism positive is veganism negative i don't think it's either i just think it's another diet to be honest um is it going to be the best idea that you could ever go on no could it be yes um i don't think there's one diet that fits all i think there are diets that people that fit people so I think in general you could blanket statement that people eating 70 to 80 percent of your diet being plant-based food but making sure you're getting one to two servings of meat and fish per week but the rest vegetables you know for most people that would be the best diet and that's essentially what i do it doesn't mean that you have to go all right wing and fully convert to veganism it just means um, a better approach uh, would be to, you know, be heavily plant-based, but still have a certain proportion of meat and fish in, in the week, just to make sure that you are consuming these things, which are very often missed in a vegan diet. Now, 
if you take my diet as an example and again i'm not gonna sit here and say my diet is the best diet for everybody but um through a lot of time spent refining my diet um i've come to terms with the fact that uh, i can't explain my diet as anything particularly it's not low carb it's not vegan it's not this it's not that um it's kind of like a mediterranean diet i guess but basically it's absolutely shit ton of fruits and vegetables um through a variety of different colors and textures and so on um but then i also have um probably about five or six days of the week i also have um a source of meat product in there um so for example my breakfast will have eggs in it my lunch will have a can of fish in it my evening meal will have some chicken in it um but with that portion of meat the rest of the meal is fully plant-based so um i don't eat shitty processed foods i don't eat takeaways um very often at all um i don't have microwave meals ever um i can't think of the last time i've been to mcdonald's other than a coffee <laughs> um i don't eat much dairy and that's purely a personal preference on how it fits with me um now i do supplement with vegan proteins um now and again and that's purely because i quite like mixing up my protein supplementation i find that if i have too much whey protein in my day it does give me some gi distress but vegan protein so a protein from things like uh, flax seeds um and rice and bean uh, pulses things like that um sorry pea protein and flax protein things like that it's um it sits better with my stomach personally uh in in larger quantities um so so yeah that's the only reason i have that um but yeah aside from that i'm i i i do eat milk eat meat for sure now you know if um at the end of the day what makes you healthy what makes you feel good is the best diet um <clears throat> you know uh, and 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 also a diet that you can adhere to is going to be the best diet if you say you're going to go on a vegan diet but then two days of the week you go completely off the bandwagon and eat packets of oreos and sweets and crisps um then it's not the diet for you um also if you feel crap it's not the diet for you um but i just think there's there's so many things that you need to consider when you're looking at diet so for example um let me think so imagine if you're a girl and you have massive massive flow when you have your periods so um massive flow of blood when you're on periods now if you can't replace that iron in your vegan diet because you don't have any meat um and you know inevitably you're caught short and you'll put yourself in a worse position because you're not adhering to what you personally need so i think a lot of people get caught up in the the moral issues and the environmental issues and they're preaching this and that but they don't consider what's actually good for them and they don't consider what's actually healthy for them so 
so so yeah so you just got to be really really critical with it and for those who listen to this podcast who are vegan the takeaway point is make sure that you are very critical i would heavily advise getting your bloods checked seeing if you're deficient in anything seeing if any levels are low and therefore either find out critically what foods con consume uh, sorry contain those uh, those aspects of your diet or supplement them using supplementation but realistically you know um i've always been a, a big advocate of you shouldn't need supplementation your diet should always contain what it needs in order to so that you don't have to supplement um and the mere fact that you're having to supplement usually suggests that um your diet's not got in it what what it needs to to have um so yeah if you aren't a vegan such as myself then but you're considering it then yeah if if your beliefs are very strong um then fair play give it a go be very critical with it though um if you start to feel crappy then yeah get your bloods done um but do consider before you start going vegan are you going vegan because you think it's healthier or are you going vegan because of the moral issues involved with it now if you're going vegan because you think it's healthier i would blanket statement saying that's probably not the case um the healthier option is to be more critical with your fruit and vegetable intake up your fruit and vegetable intake but keep some meat and fish in your diet um so yeah that is my take on veganism and plant-based diets done i hope you enjoyed it um and yeah i'm very mindful that i've got some of that post-race buzz going about me um it's now uh quarter to sorry 10 to 12 i think my average going to sleep time for evening after evening races is probably about one o'clock in the morning um which is not good and i wish i could nip it in the bud and, and sleep better after evening races but i always can't um and yeah it's just one of those things so um i thought i'd use my time wisely and get one of these done i put out on my story um before this uh, before this podcast i put on my story um basically asking if if people wanted to listen to a podcast about veganism or a podcast about um fat loss for females because that was another topic i wanted to cover and yeah it was quite heavily weighted towards this i think 90 percent of you wanted to to watch this listen to this sorry so here it is if you um liked this podcast please please help me out by giving me a rating on itunes five star rating on itunes or if you lost listen to it on spotify and you've got some social media channel please share the podcast to your stories or do a, a post about it send it to your friends and your family who are considering veganism or um, are vegan or whatever even if they're not because the more people i can educate about this the more people will open their eyes a little bit more and be a bit more criti critical with their health. Um, 
And yeah, you know, this took me 45 minutes of my time on an evening when I could just be relaxing and trying to wind down after a race. <laughs> so if that takes you two minutes of your time, it would really help me and um, make me feel a little bit more appreciated uh, for for this stuff that I do. But, um, but yeah, great to have you listening. Thank you very much for the positive feedback that people have given me for this podcast. It's it's very humbling to to hear some of the things that people say. Um, and yeah, it was great to be back racing this evening for anyone who was there at Ennerdale. Um, it's um, yeah, it's it's good to be back. It's good to be mixing with people. It's good to be racing. On and although I didn't get the result I wanted, it. I just love competition. I just thrive on it. Um, and uh, yeah, I was looking at my heart rate data and so on uh, after the race. And I don't think I've ever gone so hard in a training session this year before. So it's, you know, inevitably racing does bring out the best in you. So it's great to see. So until next time, thank you very much for listening and see you again.